welcome to Life and Business in Flow. I'm Kate Adamo, mentor, retreat, and podcast host, and this is your soft place to land. An invitation for you to pause, get curious about what you want your life and business to feel like, and redefine what success looks like to you. I've seen and learned so many things in my years as a mentor, and one thing I know for sure is things need to change. I'm here to be that voice of change and to gently nudge you towards doing things differently. Hustling doesn't work. We've all seen it. It leads to burnout and disconnect. I want to help you create space, connect back to yourself, and set up solid foundations in your life and business. It's time to be open to the possibility of doing things differently and authentically. It's time for life and business to be in flow. Well, hello and happy new year. It's been a while. Welcome to 2024 of Life and Business in Flow, the podcast. It feels like such a long time since I've recorded an episode. I actually think it was late November and it's the 18th of January today that I'm recording this episode to come out next week. And it's just, it feels like so long since I've pressed record and done this, but I'm excited to be back to share some takeaways from the break and um, just to share a little bit more about what this year looks like. So firstly, I am into week five of my six weeks off. It's the first time I've done this over the break. I've been working up over the years from the three weeks to the six, and I am a hard no at anything under six weeks off for this January Christmas break. It is a non-negotiable for me now. It was so necessary to just have that wind down before Christmas, to enjoy the Christmas New Year period, to head to Byron with Adrian, to spend time just trying, just just being, which is not something that I that comes naturally to me. I am a natural doer, but I'm learning more to, you know, I really want to try more to just be because that's where that's where the real magic is, and the nervous system needs it. And speaking of nervous systems, mine was was pretty shot. I'm not going to lie. Like the first two weeks of the break, I didn't move a whole lot from the couch. I was decluttering the house a little bit and I didn't do a whole lot. I think it was just obviously an incredibly heavy year, um, losing mum and just everything that I went through, that that just does take a huge toll on the body and really properly stopping. Um, that was quite evident that I really just needed that break. And, you know, coming into this year, It just feels very, very different from having this break and having this time off and decluttering, but also just not having that sort of impending doom. And I think I might've mentioned this in a previous episode of the last three years of, you know, is is this mum's final year and then dad being diagnosed um, two years ago over the break. And just the last three years, it's felt very heavy. And this just feels like it got to be about Adrian and I, and it just feels very peaceful and hopeful entering into this year, which is a really beautiful place to be. And, um, just long, long awaited. So yeah, I'm very excited for what this year holds. Um, I've done a little bit of planning on the business. I've dived in today, written the newsletter, obviously the podcast, making a few tweaks to a few things, and then doing just a lot more planning next week. Uh, now that the emails are all caught up, the bass is underway and all of the, you know, tedious, but important little bits and pieces that you need to tidy up after having a little bit of time off. So yes, as I said before, I'm into the fifth week. Um, when this episode comes out, I'll be starting to coach a couple of days after that and really excited to welcome some new clients in. And, um, yeah, just so many of my existing clients have made a number of bookings throughout next year. So I'm very, very grateful that there's already just so many bookings going into this year. So very excited about that. 
And um, just going back to uh, the house, like we declutter every year and, and a couple of times a year, but this time I was more ready to let go of things, especially in my wardrobe in the garage. There's been things I've been, well, not sort of hoarding, but maybe um, for the last few years, I just wasn't ready to let go of and couldn't really deal with. And we've done that and it feels just so good. Like we've been deep cleaning and, you know, tracks in windows and doors and cleaning out the washer and dryer and filters and running vinegar cycles through it. And just all of the little things that you just sort of forget about during the year. And the house just feels so beautiful when you walk into it. It feels so peaceful. Everything's styled pretty well finished, decluttered, tidy. The cupboards are mostly all organized. There's just a couple left. And I just, I think it's part of that feeling of peace going into this year that that's just such a big foundation in our life that's so important to us to have a clutter-free, organized house. Everything has its place. We know where things are. We don't lose things. It's pretty rare these days. And, you know, we just know where things are and they have their place and they're going back there to just save that, you know, extra clutter. I think last year, just after losing mum and being home a lot, I was just in a bit of a state of throw it in the cupboard and whatever, I'll deal with it later. And it probably got a bit messier this year than what it normally would, but that won't be the case going forward. So I've spent the time over the break setting up a lot of foundations. Next week, I'm looking a lot more at my food and health because I had a few more uh, tests at the end of last year. And for those who've been listening for a long time, you'll know that hormone challenges have been something that I've been dealing with for a long time. And they're a big part of the reason why mum's no longer here, which is why they are so important to me to get to the bottom of. So I've had obviously very high estrogen. Um, it's on its way down slowly, but surely, and uh, very low progesterone, which is on its way up. Testosterone, not right. Cortisol, well, basically non-existent and a few other things going on. Um, as well as low iron, which it's been low a number of times and was tested four months ago and it hasn't got any better. So we've changed the SUPS there and waiting on the iodine um, test results. But I found out one major key thing. I've just started seeing um, another naturopath, my my current naturopath put me on to while she's on mat leave. And we could both tell that there's like a piece missing in this of just, I'm getting better, but why it's just taking so damn long And we both felt that there was something underneath that that needed to be looked at. So we went further and did a little bit more testing around that with the hormones and found out I'm insulin resistant, which I kind of thought I might've been. I am always thirsty, crave sugar, bloating, all the things, weight gain. Like I've gained sort of 15 kilos quite quickly over the last couple of years. And that's not something that's normal for my body. So I knew that there was something underlying that was wrong. So been able to lose five, but there's still a way to go to just get that inflammation out of the top half of my body to just help the estrogen and, you know, avoiding breast cancer and all of those things. So I'm very excited to have an answer. It's still a work in progress and it takes time with supplements and, um, the way that you live your life and the way that you eat food and move your body and the types of foods. And I'm eating a lot more protein in the mornings and that's seeming to be, you know, to be helping, but it's, you know, it's such a, it's such a holistic experience healing. Um, but having the answers, it just gives you such a peace of mind. And I share this because, you know, whenever I share these things on social media, there's usually a couple of women who will DM and go, Oh, I'm feeling this, or I'm going through it. Or would you recommend this naturopath or, you know, just wanting to know more about it. And I think it's something that's not spoken about enough. So I really did want to share about that today again, in case that's something that you are feeling. And if this year you're thinking, I really want to get on top of my health. I want to get things tested. I want to just, um, I want to just feel better because I've, 
you know, I know in business it's hard and especially if you're a parent as well, sometimes it's the numbing, it's the Band-Aid and it's they just keep going. But as we know, Band-Aids come off and the numbing only works for so long. So there's some wonderful naturopaths out there. There's so many um, female naturopaths that I'm seeing online now, especially on Instagram, that are very specifically pinpointing hormonal and gut issues, which are often quite linked. So please shoot me a DM if you'd like. Um any, any guidance in, in that area or just, yeah, do your research because I think it's such an important thing. And that's also one of the key foundations for me, um, is health. It's not, it's not just having, you know, the, the home that sure it looks beautiful. I used to be a stylist. Like it feel, it looks good, but it, to me, it um, it, it has to feel good. And, you know, the home and our health and our relationships and, and a few other things, really impact how we run our business. So like I talk about the foundations of business, I also really clearly look at the foundations of my life and, you know, our finances and how automated things are and just how, how we can make things easier and sort of touch once or, you know, do it once, do it well, those kind of things. Sure. There's things that need tweaking, but I'm really, I want to talk a lot more about that this year. I, I touched on it last year and I've, you know, for my clients that have been working with me for some time, they know I'm all about the foundations and I, and I do talk about it in the podcast, but I want to share about it a lot more this year because I've been doing this for some time now and, um, six years as of December. And I did a little bit of a rough calculation over the break and I have now done over 1400 one-on-one sessions. So I think I'm in a pretty good place to be able to share like a lot of the biggest issues and challenges I'm seeing. And a lot of that is, um, you know, the band-aid fixes, like trying to grow a business without like a firm grip on your process, your client journey, finances, bass, you know, and all of those things. Because I think we are unfortunately in a time of the, you know, constant growth culture and do more, be more, or you'll be left behind. And so I have a lot of clients come to me and saying they're wanting to grow. And yes, um, for some that makes sense, but for the majority, if they tried to grow with a lack of solid foundations in the business, it would either fall over, lead to burnout, let clients down, or you have resentment towards your clients or all of the the above. This is why I'm really passionate about the foundations because I see that there is a lot of focus out there on social media and our service offering and the brand, and they are all important, but I see way more focus on those than running an actual business. And like, I get it. Spreadsheets are nowhere near as sexy as like trending reels and coming up with catchy carousels. But what happens if you are out there doing all the things and sharing all the cool things and drawing all these people into your brand? And you don't have things set up because your business is built on shaky foundations, not solid ones. I'll tell you what happens. It's basically a scramble to try and get back on track to implement things. Um, There's unnecessary missed deadlines. Clients get let down and even more overwhelmed for you. And And I'm sure you've probably been there. I think we all have at some point in our business while we're working things out. And I think you know, there's also society says that, you know, business needs to be hard. It, it, it has to be hard. Running a business is hard. And, you know, like I get it. It's not easy and it has its challenges, but I've also been doing this long enough and implemented enough in my own business and my client's businesses to see that it does get to be a lot easier. I think if, if, if you are serious about running a business, you've got to be serious about the foundations. You've got to be serious about the cash flow, the process, your tax, your client systems, your internal 
process with your team. If you have one, having some strategy, having some planning days, like that is running a business. And I just see so much, like I've been, you know, obviously seen a lot of things on social media and, and, you know, emails from people and all the things over the last six years. And I just see that being a really, really big focus of the, the shiny things. And again, they're important. I'm not saying that they're not, and they still need to be a part of it, but there is such an underlying part of the business that needs to be worked on. And I guess, you know, I'm a little bit of a unicorn being that, you know, I used to be a stylist and I I love creative things and I love styling and all those things, but I do love spreadsheets, practicality, planning, strategy, all of that stuff. And I know that a lot of creatives don't, I I get it. Like I've, I've been working with enough of you over the years to know that that's just not the norm and it feels hard and you don't know where to start and you don't know what tools to use. And then you just like, well, you just keep going and you think it'll get better. It'll get easier. And you bring in more and more clients and it gets harder. It gets worse. And you don't have the control on things because the parameters weren't set up because you're so focused on the client offering and make sure your social media is great that you're not actually running a business. And I see that's why so many businesses fail. And I think last year was the year that I heard of the most businesses closing, um, selling, or just completely scaling back because of burnout, not making enough money, overwhelm, just not having things set up properly and not actually focusing on running a business. And I know that it might feel overwhelming. It might not be something that you enjoy or that you think that you're good at or, you know, all of the stories that we tell ourselves. But I think maybe it's just because you haven't been shown or had the right tools and to actually have someone simplify what to focus on. And it really does take away the overwhelm. Now, foundations of our business are not something that, you know, we set and forget. It's not like a website, you know, the same thing. You don't just do it and it's good. You know, you should be checking it, tweaking it, refining it a couple of times a year, tweak the copy, make sure the service offerings are up to date, change the photos. The foundations of your business are the same. Like when was the last time you checked your insurance? Could you be getting a better deal? Are you covered for where your business is at? Same thing for your contracts. You know, and I see that that there's a lot of that. And um, my wonderful friend and uh, lawyer, Tracy Mylacrane, shared about that on Instagram story the other day. It's like people don't want to reach out because they're so fearful that they, you know, will will be judged because things aren't done right or they don't have it or they have an old template or something they've ripped off from somewhere. There's no judgment. It's just uh, the sooner you get here and the sooner you get things fixed, the better. Because the impact of not having these foundations right, it can be quite detrimental. And last time, last year was actually, I think I heard of three or four different cases from people and through the grapevine uh, for designers that just had big challenges and uh, had to get, you know, basically legal, uh, legal involved. So without having these things done properly, you just leave yourself so open without proper a process for your clients, for you to work through, for them to work through. So you both understand and have the same expectations because expectations are one of the things that will uh, unravel things very quickly in your business and just not having things set up internally correctly. So they're always, as I said about the website, they're always going to be something that you will be tweaking and changing and growing. And I spent a lot of time on mine last year because my business has grown and changed and evolved a lot. And I had one um, freelance, you know, employee in my business. And now I have three and some of their hours have grown. And, you know, there's, there's a lot more that needs to be done and refined and, and refining things in the back end for the best way without double handling and 
who does what and um, what are we, you know, what are we focusing on this year in the business and what do we need to refine? And we did a lot of that last year. There's always going to be a little bit more to, to be working on and tweaking. But because of what I said before that I had done at home uh, and what I've done with my team last year, the foundations of my life and business just feel really solid and in a really good place at the moment, which means I can just have a different experience this year again. And even, you know, more so coupled with getting this health organized. So I just will feel even better again. And I share this with you not to make you feel bad or think, well, I'm never going to have that, but to just have you be curious as to, well, what could I do differently in my life? How could this be different? What could I start working on in the coming months to feel very different at Christmas this year or come June 30? Because some of these things take time. Like I know there's a lot of things out there on social media and coaches selling quick fixes and overnight wins and just all sorts of crap. You've seen it. Um, things take time. There is things that can be moved through quickly and some things that can be implemented with, with, you know, minimal effort. And there's some other things that are more of a longer term um, burn in terms of affordability and time uh, in terms of, you know, still having time to run the business, work on the business, work with clients and implement these things. It takes a little bit of time, but I know everything that I've done over the last couple of years, especially last year has just set things up to be very different this year. I've got some things planned But I also, I just feel like this is a year that I'm going to really sit in my femininity. If you sort of something that you're familiar with that and really just let things come in that are supposed to. And the way I explain the masculine and feminine um, to some of my clients in, in business, if this is something that you're open to, is thinking about the masculine as being that that container that, that holds us. It's the structure, it's your process, it's your finances, it's your legal, it's the client journey, it's the offering, it's all of those things. And when you're in, when you've got that solid and it really supports you, you can be in your feminine, you can call in those ideal clients, you can, you know, work on the brand. It can be more playful and it can be more joyful. And you're not in that hustle, drag clients in kind of post on social media every day thing, which I can't stand. It's a, it's a very masculine way for a woman to run a business. And quite frankly, it deters a lot of people. It It definitely deters me when I see that sort of thing. So I think it's like that sort of softness of just calling, just calling in what feels good this year. And you know, that might sound strange to some people. I know a lot of my clients are into a lot more spiritual, masculine, feminine, all of the things. I would like you to have the I guess openness and curiosity, as I said, of what that could look like for you and what changes you could make this year that you could start to feel like that. And they don't have to be hard. They just take a little bit of time and they take a little bit of consistency. But I think if something was going to take six to 12 months and it was going to change your life and your business for years to come, it's absolutely worth it. And I think that that's about all that I wanted to share today. I just wanted to Wish you all a happy new year, connect, um, share about the break, share that I will always be having the six weeks off. I have got my holidays mapped out in the calendar for this year. If you haven't done that, maybe open up your calendar on your Mac or your Google calendar or whatever you use and go and put those in. If you know, you want to work up towards having four weeks next year at Christmas or five or six or whatever feels right for you, put it in the calendar. Now download the inflow to grow cash flow resource that I have because that's the reason I'm able to have these breaks because I factor in all of the income, the expenses for the year, the income that needs to come in to be able to allow those things to happen. They are planned. 
I don't just do it on a whim and it's not just a, I'm going to have the time off and be carefree. And if I can't cover the bills, whatever, we know that's not how I roll, (laughs) but the the things are there to support you. So I just wanted to share that with you. You can grab the inflow to grow in the link in the show notes. And I love seeing that so many of you downloaded the release and renew over the um, new year's break. That was so awesome to see. So thank you for downloading that. I hope you really enjoyed it, took something away from it and enjoyed Amy's beautiful meditation. Um, I hope to be able to do something similar, maybe make some tweaks to it at the end of this year, but I think it's just such an important thing to do to um, really reflect uh, on what worked and what didn't last year and what you want to bring into this year. So thank you for being here as always. After the last episode aired in December, we hit 20,000 downloads, which kind of blows me away. And my husband explained it. He said, imagine 20,000 people being in a room or like a stadium. And that's how many people have listened. And I can't even fathom that. I just, I'm very grateful um, that you're all here and that you share it with family and, and, you know, other business owners that, you know, and, uh, and comment. And I would love um, if you could leave a review, if, if there's something that you've taken away that feels important to you and you would like to share, it would mean the world to me to do that. So thank you again for being here. And I look forward to taking you through the twists and turns of 2024 and what that looks like, um, in my business, sharing some, you know, wins and challenges I've seen with clients and just talking about everything from health to life and business and all the things that I just feel are important. So thank you for being here. Take care until next time. 